This is Wattpad. Dark Waters Rising. Book one by Ominously Anonymous. Read for you by Black Panther112358. Chapter three. Dance. Eat, Valentine commanded, slamming a meal of hardtack and gruel down on the table in front of where Wesley slept, startling him awake. It took Wesley a few moments to realize the events of the night had not been a dream. Now that the sun had risen and he could see his captor in more than just firelight, it was hard to deny the truth. He was a prisoner now, and he had yet to find out what exactly that meant. Did you poison it? He asked tiredly, rubbing at the stiffness in his neck from sleeping in a chair. Poison is a woman's weapon, he said simply, taking a seat at his desk and preparing to add an entry to his captain's log. He was undoubtedly cataloging the cargo he had stolen from Wesley's ship so that he knew how much he had to sell once they arrived at the next port. Wesley was still groggy from sleep, so the disinterested answer from the pirate was good enough for him to start eating. Without any more complaints, he chewed at the stale biscuit and brought the bowl to his lips to slurp down the porridge-like substance. He wasn't certain when he'd receive his next meal, so he didn't let any of it go to waste, despite the bland flavor. When the last drop disappeared, Wesley placed the bowl back down onto the table and eyed the pirate captain curiously. His hair was black like the darkest depths of the water below them. It went roughly to his shoulders and was kept out of his face by a midnight blue ribbon at the nape of his neck. His skin was lightly sun-kissed, but it could be considered fair when compared to most men who spent their days laboring aboard ships. He wore a durable but worn leather tailcoat that had faded from its original color. It appeared to be a sandy gray, though it retained the undertones of the original deep brown in the sunlight. His boots were the same. His shirt had a bluish-gray hue and was tucked into his black trousers. Beneath him on the desk laid an equally black tricorn hat. Finishing up the log, the pirate captain turned to face his prisoner. Strands of his dark hair were starting to come undone from the ribbon and hung loosely around his face as he eyed the man with his cold lilac irises. He had his fingers, wrought with all types of rings and jewels, perched like a steeple against his lips as he seemed to contemplate something. Why am I here? Wesley asked, once the silence became too unbearable. He already had an idea, but he wanted to know for certain. I haven't decided, the pirate said, dropping his hands to his lap as he continued to study the man. I don't believe you, Wesley said, his eyes narrowing an accusation. You don't seem like a man that does anything without thinking it through. <laughs> You're right, he smirked, standing up. Wesley was thankful for the table that divided them as the pirate placed his palms flat down on its surface and fixed him with his intense gaze. I was trying to spare your feelings, but if you insist on being so nosy, I might as well tell you. Wesley looked up at the man, nervousness blooming in his stomach as the pirate hopped over the table and dropped down in front of where he sat in one smooth motion. You're here to please me, Wesley Roberts, he said, getting closer. In a panic, Wesley scrambled out of his chair and backed away from the man. What do you mean by that? Wesley asked, his concern evident in his voice. He knew the answer, but he needed to hear it out loud, just for the off chance that it wasn't what he feared. Valentine moved fast, pinning Wesley against the wall, 
so he couldn't create any more distance between them. He leaned in and whispered in the man's ear. I'll have you in my bed before the fortnight is ended. Wesley's face went pale. Dread weighed heavily in his stomach at the confirmation. It was no secret that men who spent months or even years at sea often took other men to bed to satisfy their needs. There was an egregious lack of women on the open ocean, so it made sense. Wesley had been hoping, praying even, that it would not be the reason that Valentine had struck a deal for him. Unfortunately, his prayers went unanswered. Wesley thought he had been prepared to do anything to save his crew, but this... He couldn't do this. No, I refuse. I refuse. I will not partake in the devil's tangle with... with... A man, Valentine supplied, watching his reaction with mild curiosity. Are you afraid, Mr. Roberts? N no His voice betrayed him. I I just... The pirate's lips formed into an amused smile as he watched the man struggle. He leaned forward and kissed him slowly on the lips. It was a short kiss, just a taste, really, but Valentine reveled in the way it made his captive forget how to breathe properly. Fret not, darling, he pulled away, but Wesley could still feel his warm breath fan across his skin as he spoke. I may be a pirate, but I personally find the dance much more appealing when both parties are willing. I will have you begging for me before then. I doubt that. Wesley finally remembered how to speak. Valentine chuckled, lightly tracing his fingers under the man's jaw. Hmm. We'll have to see, won't we? And then he left the room. Wesley released a breath he hadn't realized he had been holding in and wiped at his lips with the back of his hand. Then frantically, he began to search the room for a weapon. There was no way in hell he would sit idly and let this man do as he pleased to him. He would rather die, preferably having killed the vile pirate first. He wrenched open each drawer of the desk, sifting through the contents before frustratingly moving on to the next. All he found was paper, ink bottles, and an assortment of quills. He tried to pull open the largest drawer, only to find it was locked. There was no key in sight. Wesley moved over to the bed. He lifted the pillows and searched under the mattresses, but again, found nothing. Spotting a trunk at the foot of the bed, Wesley moved to it only to discover it too was locked. He cursed himself for his luck. There was nothing in the room he could use as a suitable weapon. The pirate captain must have kept all his weapons, either on his person or under lock and key. Dismayed, Wesley returned to the plush chair he had spent the night in and sank down into it. There was little he could do now but think of a plan and wait for an opportunity. This audio recording has been brought to you by the independent development of author Maura Montgomery at Anonymously Anonymous and Black Panther 112358. Thank you for listening. The music you're listening to right now is from ZRK No Copyright Music. 
a YouTube channel, please check out their Pirates of the Caribbean Remix, copyright free. This story has been copyrighted by Maura Montgomery 2020, all rights reserved.